be there for my son. I want to be there for my son. And, but I really wanted my dad to be there. And um, unfortunately, he didn't come. And that really kind of like hurt me. Um, I, I was really at a place where I was kind of just, just kind of like broken because, you know, I want my father. I want him there. And there was something that I was missing that I wasn't really getting. And um, a few things that um, I was thinking about that sometimes in those kind of like that generation, sometimes if there is provision, then that means everything's taken care of. If there's a, you know, a roof over your head, if there's food on the table, then yeah, you're cool, you're fine. But um, I needed affirmation. I needed to know that I'm loved. I needed to know that I'm important. I needed to know that I'm valued. And all of these things were very important to me, but I was missing out. And so I tried to look for other examples of fathers, people who um, could mentor me and just take me under their wing. And um, unfortunately, um, when I was 16, um, there was a guy who owned um, kind of like a Jamaican restaurant. And he was kind of like a chilled guy, very cool guy. Um, and I would go in there and I would realize that he was playing a lot of um, gospel music. And I said to him, oh, is that so-and-so? And he said, yeah, 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 that's so-and-so. And we, we kept on talking. We were cool, we were cool, we were fine. And um, there was this one time where I actually went in there, and I'm not going to give you the details, but actually, I was actually sexually assaulted by this guy. And um, for me, that once again, another moment in my life where I was like, oh my gosh, what's happened? What's gone wrong? Someone that I've wanted, this kind of father figure, has just assaulted me. And for me, I couldn't look at men or fathers in a way which was positive. This, this identity, something within me was kind of like just taken. Um, this protection was taken. And I struggled for this for a very, very long time. And um, I felt a lot of betrayal in a lot of these relationships. And this is just a part of, um, of my story and my beginning of where I'm going to take you guys on this journey for tonight. And that's just one part of my life. But a lot of part of my life began and got better because of what Jesus did and what he's, continue, what, he's, what he's continually doing in my life. And so a part of this, the journey that we're going on tonight, is, is, this is called that the God visualization. I am so sorry. If I get my words mixed up a bit, it's because I'm a bit struggling and I'm a bit tired. So just bear with me. Okay, so this is the part on the move on. It's called the God visualization. Because I think when we think of God, we have different experiences, different things that we think of when we visualize the Father. So for an exercise, I just want you to all close your eyes and visualize entering a room and God is there. And allow God to show you how he views you. So... When I did that years ago, 
be honest, I saw myself as a as a bag of shame. Um, I felt worthless. I felt very insignificant. I felt very insecure, and I felt very unsure about myself and who I was in stand, standing in front of this kind of this God person, God the Father. But the truth is, is that. God showed me the truth and how he showed me the truth changed my life forever. And for those of you who might be struggling with that, there's just a quote that um, I just want you to remember. It says, the way you see yourself in the presence of God is not an indicator of what is true. How he sees you is the truth. And so, kind of going back into our last scripture that we read, the part of the scripture talked about the the body, soul, and spirit. And each of those things are affected by people and situations around us. And um, it also, as well, has a great impact and on how we feel on how we view the Godhead. It's bare dry, like Jono's. <laughs> oh, thanks. Thank you. Thank you for very much. And so, within that, we have um, the three kind of like components of the, the body, soul, and the spirit. Now, let's look at the first one, the three, the body. So, within the body, right, you've got I would say it's kind of like the physical, which is, I would say, the definition of where you get your, the protection, the provision, and the identity. So, and within that, I saw Father God being in that, in that picture, in that vision of the body. And it's knowing that how we connect with that. So some you know, of our, our life journeys might not have been like mine, could have had a great father or, or a person that's, that's been that great you know uh, role model to you but those things i i felt as i read the scripture represented the the godhead of father jesus of father god and when we reach out to him these are the kind of characteristics of what we see in the body in the in the physical realm of God being that protection, being that provision, being that provider for us. And that's just a little element or a short clip of what the body kind of represents. The soul, um, I would say, it's the kind of emotional um, element and the connection of, of, of Jesus that represents Jesus, the, the relational part and how that affects the soul. And the friendships um, that we connect with, and also the trust out of that. So very much within um, the soul, I realised that a lot of my friendships that I was involved with, um, you know, the relationships I had with my siblings, a lot of those things there, I realised that it also connected me to to Jesus, good and bad. A lot of those things where I felt a lack of trust, um, a lack of communication was very much those things where actually, 
I couldn't tell Jesus everything because some of my situations that I felt that people betrayed me, um, you know, I could, I would share things with friends and sooner or later, everything's, everyone around me knows my business. And, um, I really felt some, some, some sound of insecurity or some thought of shame or just feeling a bit kind of like betrayed. And when I did become a Christian, it was amazing to know that I struggled in those areas because of the situation of what was going on in my life before. So it, Jesus was able to help me identify these things and to make things right and to say, well, actually, do you know what? I can find freedom. I can find those things to change my life around. But it was about identifying what's going on with my emotions and how I view and how I see and how I connect with Jesus. So we've looked at the body with the physical part, which is the Father, Father God, or I like to call him God. Um, We looked at the soul, which is the emotions, and that's the part of how Jesus relates or or how I see him as as the soul. And then the spirit, lastly, is um, the comfort. Um, I would would put it as comfort, which is kind of like the Holy Spirit, which for, for me brings out the characteristics of kind of the intimacy, the comfort, um, the nature of God, very much like a kind of like a, a motherly touch, and also like I was very very close to my mum. They call me like when Louise will tell you, I'm a mummy's boy. Um, I'm a mummy's boy, and because um, I just love my mum. But you know what I mean? It was it was just it was just great. But a lot of a lot of that um, as I was going through this message, the comfort, the intimacy, the the, the just the just just the, I would say, just the stillness and the softness was very much like the connection with the Holy Spirit. It just made sense. Like, the, the like for like was like, wow, this is incredible. Like, I could really connect with this. And, but I was realizing that actually I was struggling with the other two. So I could connect so much with Holy Spirit because the nature of that was just around my mum because I could see my mum with the comfort. When it came to the soul and the body, those were the areas where I was struggling with. And I put that question out to you is that we can search our lives and we can see things. But the question is, are we connected? Are there things in our lives where we're struggling with? Are there things that we could actually, could you pray to, could you call God Father God? There was a song in church that we used to sing that says, I like the way you father me. I couldn't sing that because the reality of that, I didn't believe it because I didn't know what it was like to be fathered. I didn't know because I struggled. So for me to see Father God as father, I was like, mm, nah. Or Jesus, what a friend I found closer than a brother. So there was a lot of relation to those things in my everyday life and it really impacted how I connected with the Godhead. And, and it, I really just sum up what I just said here, really. You know, beginning to, a lot, beginning to look a lot like Jesus is connecting with the whole Godhead. Is connecting every single part of him. Sometimes it's very easy just to just miss out, you know, the Father and the Son and to speak to the Spirit. But we, as children of God, 
need to identify those parts and allow Jesus to heal us because he wants us to be whole. That's what the scripture represents, us to be whole, for us to share every single aspect of our lives with him. Those hurts, those pains, those things of unforgiveness, betrayal, where we felt by ourselves, where we felt left, let down by our, maybe our earthly father or people. Sometimes we see Jesus as that, see, sometimes we see Jesus or we see the father as that person or our situation as let us down. But we have to cast all of our cares upon him. And with that, it's accepting and receiving and experiencing the father's love. And that's why he gave Jesus for us. That's why in everything that we see Jesus, connecting with the Godhead is being Jesus, is seeing Jesus, is feeling Jesus, is knowing Jesus, is experiencing his intimacy, experiences his father touch, experiences the time of loneliness where he understands you and he connects with you fully. And to know, do you know what, God? I'm angry at you. I'm annoyed with you. But I can do that because you are my friend. You are my father. You are my protector. You are my comforter. And it's seeing the wholeness, the fullness of God in you because he sees you and he values you and he loves you. He sees you, he values you, and he loves you. And he's saying to us, call me father, call me friend, call me comforter. I want to be everything to you. So, just to um, wrap up here, um, there is something that I want to give to every single one of you just to reflect on. And this is um, a letter from God the Father to every single one of you. And um, just allow God's words, the Father's words, to just soak into your spirit. And allow him to work, to mend those places Um, within our lives where we feel like needs healing allow the father of protection to help you after that I'll just hand over to John and the rest of the team.